and welcome to the third episode of Moon Tea Podcast. I'm Olivia and today we are talking about stereotypes and bias. Now today's episode might be a little bit shorter than the others. I say this as a might um, because I'm sure I will talk anyway um, but I feel like this is a topic that I will need to discuss over several episodes rather than it being like one super, super, super long episode. So in today's session, session in today's podcast, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about where we get our stereotypes and bias from and sort of starting to think about you know, whether we can ever actually escape them. Some of you might have seen our post on Friday um, talking about stereotypes and bias in a little bit more detail. That is on themoontea.com if you are interested in giving it a read. And yeah, so let's get straight into it. So this podcast episode seems slightly different from the things we've talked about already. The things I've mentioned so far in the previous three episodes is more to do with like my own experience and my own life. And this episode is sort of more broadening that to like the wider world um, and how my interactions with stereotypes and bias have been. But it's not really like a personal podcast story. Um but I thought this is some content that I really want to share and a discussion that I really enjoy having. And I think it's a really interesting one to have. And so I wanted to share that with you today. Obviously, I've already said, I think this may be something that I revisit in future episodes because there is so much to, to get into in here. Um, but I thought I would start off by sort of talking about like where we even get stereotypes and bias from and like what those terms actually mean. Um, so a stereotype is around the idea of a pre-existing or like a thought process that you have about someone or something based on the information that you have. So some stereotypes might be some harmful stereotypes. I should add, you know, women can't drive um, or, you know, things like that, this idea that all women, no matter where they're from, who they are, they are bad drivers. Um, and that is a stereotype. It's not rooted in fact, it's not rooted in evidence. And it's just sort of a, an idea that gets perpetuated throughout society. Bias is slightly different, but also <laughs> very similar in as much that it is a usually unfair or um, sort of not so positive connotation around a certain group or individual. So you might have a bias to people finding thinner bodies more attractive or European sort of style beauty as seen as more desirable. These are biases that you perhaps might have. Um, and I just sort of whilst I've been saying that, it started a thought process in my mind of, you know, I want to preface this episode of this is not an episode to make anybody feel bad. This is not an episode to sort of call anybody out or anything like that. It is purely just as an educational tool um, to perhaps offer different perspective, because as this episode will go on to explain, 
I have definitely held bias and stereotypes throughout my life. I'm still overcoming them. They are internalized in all of us. And that's why we need to talk about where we get them from in the first place so that we can unpack all of that. So I want you all just to think about, you know, when people are giving birth, when people are pregnant, and it seems to be a little bit of a social thing, I don't know, a trend perhaps is the word to use, of these things called gender reveals. Now, have your own opinions about these. You might really enjoy gender reveals and what they are celebrating, etc. However, I ha- I'm just going to throw in my little two, two cents on this. Um, so first of all, the correct terminology would be a sex reveal as opposed to a gender reveal. Gender and sex are different things. Gender is more of a social construct. It's more fluid. It cannot be determined in advance. It is about people's identities and how they choose to associate. Whereas sex would be the biological sex, you know, in terms of male or female that people typically would associate. There is intersex and there is other variations of that, but we're not going to get into that today. Um, But so sex and gender are two different things. And in terms of what these parties do in terms of, you know, whether it's a boy or a girl, it's looking at the biological aspect of these children. And so it is a sex reveal rather than a gender reveal. Um, Anyway, (laughs) with that, though, that whole setting and celebration, stereotypes and bias play heavily into it. Because even so much as when people pop balloons or throw confetti or cut into a cake, Typically, and I say typically because the vast majority of gender reveals, and I'm using the term gender reveals here rather than sex reveal because people most associate these parties and celebrations with the term gender reveal, um, even though it is, you know, definitionally wrong. Um, <laughs> but um, at gender reveals, you would associate blue uh, blue confetti or blue icing or blue balloons with a male child and pink for female and this in itself is already stereotyping children into their favorite colors and what we associate them with and it's why when I've been in a classroom as a teacher boys that pick up pink colors are being told that they aren't allowed to color with those colors because it's a girl's color and already these stereotypes and bias are ingrained on us before we've even come into existence in this world and breathe our first breath of fresh air because we're already being stereotyped into blue or pink, you know, as being a colour associated with us. And so I kind of wanted to sort of start a conversation around where we actually get these stereotypes from. And obviously, the gender reveals demonstrate a perfect example of this as being like social norms or like cultural norms that are around us and how our family and community interact with those stereotypes and bias. So all of us will have been born. (laughs) We all have got family, whether that be chosen or biological in some way, shape or form. And all of these individuals will have an impact on us through stereotypes and bias. And so one of the main ways that we have our stereotypes and bias taught to us and internalized is through the community, the families and friends that we make and we choose. 
And so it's really important that when we start this work of looking at our stereotypes and bias, we begin there because it's those people that are stereotypes and biasing us before we're born, you know, buying the gifts for us when we're when we're children, etc. And so we need to start there with where we get these things from. And you can then sort of start to zoom outwards um, and look at the bigger picture because obviously it is so much more than what your parents have said to you when you're growing up. I know through my childhood, I was exposed to different stereotypes and bias, not through any like intentional shaping by my parents. However, these were things that I was exposed to because of the conversations that they had and the stereotypes and bias my parents have been associated with and exposed to and therefore pass on to me. Um, but also then, you know, with sticking with this idea of the gender reveal, um, you know, when we go to these parties, a lot of people will buy stereotyped gifts. So, for example, um, not long ago, I went to a baby shower for a girl, sorry, a gender reveal party, and it turned out to be a boy. And I know that lots of people had started to get gifts and things. And the discussions we've had since and in preparation of the baby shower have been around gifts. And I always like to go really gender neutral with gifts in these sorts of situations. I also really like to think about like, practically what the family might want you know what sort of object are they going to use a lot of and perhaps need replacing and so I'll buy them something like that like muslins or something like that um or even like nappies have always been a really welcome gift because those are things that like they all need and they are expensive rather than buying another baby grow that their child is going to grow out in like a matter of weeks or buying them yet another toy that they have to play with But looking at the gifts and the conversations around these, you know, people buying very gendered toys, a lot of footballs, a lot of dinosaurs for children that are um, boys and, you know, buying lots of fairies and princess stuff and lots of pinks and unicorns and rainbows for girls. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with these things. And I, I do want to say that, you know, there is absolutely nothing wrong with buying people gifts, but just thinking about, you know, the way you are gendering and enforcing stereotypes onto that child. Um, and forcing sounds perhaps like a strong term, but you are imposing it. You are making that choice and presenting it to that child. And they will internalise that because we all do. And so therefore the supermarkets and the shops and, you know, these online places where you can buy children's presents and things, they are enforcing stereotypes and bias onto us all because it's often sectioned out into girls and boys. You know, who's to say that a child who is still figuring out the world knows whether they prefer dinosaurs over dragons or, you know, football over dance or anything like that. And so when we're going into a shop and you can already see the colour palette changing from one side to the other and the topics of which are in the books and in the clothes and in the toys changing from one side to the other... That to me is, you know, forcing stereotypes and bias onto these children because we are restricting what they are exposed to, the experiences they can have, the the hobbies that they perhaps will enjoy. And so the next place would be, you know, in advertising and marketing, in sort of shaping our views in this way. 
and you know social media as a wider step from that and so when you really think of these things in like two different categories you have the human connection side of our stereotypes so families friends our community but then you have sort of this more abstract side of marketing social media capitalism <laughs> like you've got really two massive parts that impact all of us in our lives and that give us our stereotypes and bias and we internalize them as we're growing up um and so it's really hard to think of a place where we can escape from these things in a way that we can stop stereotypes and bias from sort of affecting our life on a a longer term wider scale but the first step of being able to do that and overcome that is figuring out where you're getting this information from in the first place. And hopefully this has given you a little bit of a perspective on that. And now just returning to the segment that I've done before, um, sort of like a reflection on my week and a little bit of a journal prompt. Um, for me, this past week, there's been a lot of change. There's been a lot of different things that I wasn't expecting and I'm not sort of at the place to talk about those yet and certainly not the time in this episode today. However, it's meant that I have really had to draw on like the strength that I have in the support system that I have um, to sort of rationalise some of these things and to sort of have a plan moving forward and I suppose it's where I've really valued my journal and really valued even more so the people that I do have in my life because I have had to lean on them. I have had to cancel plans and change things around and be flexible and for them to be flexible with me. And I'm so grateful for that. And so one of the things that I would like you to think about today and perhaps journal on later is this idea of gratitude and who in your life are you grateful that you have and who in your life are you grateful that you can lean on and why are you grateful for them in that way like what do they what capacity do they have to be able to support you in that way I think of my family and I think how generous my mum is with her advice and her time and it was really lovely at the weekend we celebrated her we had her 60th birthday party and there were over 60 people that attended this party and every single one of them was just gushing to me about the support and the generosity and the laughter and the light that my mum brings into their life which was really lovely to hear and it was sort of like this moment of reflection of like wow like she is an incredible woman because she provides all of those things for me, for me and my sister and like our close family, but also like standing in this room with so many people who had made the effort to travel, you know, long distances to be able to come and celebrate with her and to be so complimentary of her. It just shows, you know, how much this incredible woman has to give and to offer and how much she does try to always like, make sure everybody else is okay and I'm so grateful that she is such a strong incredible woman who is so generous and so I suppose I'm going on a little bit of a tangent about how awesome my mum is um but you know that real gratitude of her being there for me when times are tough and 
how she provides the space and time for me always when she is also giving that space and time to so many other people. Um, so thinking about how like grateful you are and the gratitude you show for the people in your life and telling them. And I'm thinking right now that after I've recorded this episode, I'm going to give my mum a phone call and just say thank you and um, share that gratitude with her because it's all very well me saying it on here, but you know, I need to tell her sometimes too. So yeah, that is your reflection journal moment for today. So to finish up then, just talking about, you know, with all these different places that you can get stereotypes and bias, um, it's not really easy to escape them. <laughs> As I said, it starts from before we're even born. So having that perspective that this isn't something that is going to be changed overnight, if you do have these biases, if you do have these stereotypes internalized within you, like well done for starting to realize that. But also this is a long journey and it's not going to be sorted by the next time you listen to one of these podcasts. Um, But it is a journey that you can begin today and you can begin tomorrow and continue working on every single day and it will get easier and you will get better at it. Um, I'm still on that journey and this is something that I've been exploring for a while now. And, you know, just that little bit of hope that if you've sort of listened to this and thought like, wow, I do stereotype a lot. I do have these internalized biases. Like that's okay because you had no choice in them being given to you in the first place. Um, from the moment, well, before you're born up until like whatever age you're at now, you have been exposed to social media, to marketing, to TV, to film, to conversations within your community, within your family. Uh, that will have influenced your stereotypes and bias in some way. So, you know, let's begin this journey together. Let's move forward together in overcoming that and combating it. And I will be giving some more episodes on this in the future about how to like actively tackle it and overcome it, um, which will be really fun to share with you. But also some other interesting podcast episodes coming up, which I can't wait to share. But please do make sure that you listen um, to our previous episodes on running, on veganism and on the most exciting books um, that I love and everybody should read. So I hope you all have a super week and I will speak to you soon. Thank you.